Hello and welcome to the why behind the what, where the what can start a conversation, but the why can open up one's soul. My name is Nathan Albert, and as always, I am so glad you are listening to this podcast today. This season, we are discovering the divine all around us, trying to see the spiritual and everything, and hopefully being surprised by the sacred. I've always loved visiting art museums. No matter where I've traveled to, whether it's New York City, LA, Chicago, DC, whether I'm traveling across Europe or Southeast Asia, I love discovering art museums, visiting local art galleries, learning local artists. And over the years, I've developed particularly a deep love for the paintings of Mark Rothko and Jackson Pollock. Now, some of these, some people find this their work brilliant. I mean, they love them. I'm one of those. While other people find their work quite questionable or as if a child could create something better than both of them. But I truly do find their work stunning. Rothko is this abstract painter, and he's known for creating huge color field paintings. His canvases are anywhere from like 5 to 20 feet long or tall, and they have these large rectangular patterns of color painted on them. And the goal of these large canvases is to create and invoke an emotional response within the viewer. That's kind of his hope with these huge colored uh, paintings. Initially, I saw most of these paintings in a book, but to see them in a gallery is pretty stunning. They, they really do draw you right in. They evoke an emotion. And I have an image of Rothko's paintings actually on my wallpaper, on my laptop. And, and the colors in this one actually bring me great calm. Now, Pollock, on the other hand, he, he's known for being a leader in the abstract expressionism movement. Uh, he found minimal success painting kind of subway scenes and cityscapes, and eventually, some say by accident, he started painting by placing large canvases on the ground, and he used a drip technique to create what I think are some incredible works. Once I was standing a good distance away from a huge Pollock painting, I don't know if it was in D.C. or New York, one of those two, but it looked as if, if, the, if the painting had mostly been black and white and gray, and he created this huge abstract scene. And yet when the crowd moved away and I could get close enough, I realized that underneath all the blue or all the grays and the black and white, he had used pink and a few shades of light blue, small touches of color. I was shocked. I mean, the painting was so much more than I initially thought. It was deeper and richer and fuller than my eyes had seen at first. What I love about art, especially Rothko and Pollock, is there's always something more going on. There's always something deeper, something beyond the surface, something you don't always see, but somehow you will eventually discover. Those aren't just large rectangles of colors. Those aren't just drips of paint. There is more going on beyond the colors. There's more behind the paint. There's a better story going on. Another thing I love about visiting art galleries is that the moment when you're standing in front of an incredible painting and you realize no one else is in the room, there you stand completely alone in front of a priceless masterpiece. And in that moment, it's as if the artist created it just for you. It becomes your gift at that moment in time. Just you and the artist. The artist's brushstrokes. Just you and the colors. Just you and that creation hanging before you. I've loved those moments. Just... Rothko, Pollock, and me, standing there, viewing their creations, staring at their art, hoping to see the more 
behind the art, the something beyond the surface, the sacred behind which I have yet to see. And it's someone's job to curate the space for such an encounter to happen. That's another thing I love about art museums. They, these people determine which painting should go where and how the lighting should be angled and where the benches should be placed. And in doing so, they're setting up the space for the viewers to encounter art, to see art as, as it was intended to be, as it was intended to see these masterpieces. At times, I think all of this can be an apt metaphor for my role as a chaplain, and as a pastor, and yet I think it's a role we all must take on, curating the space for encounters with the sacred, creating moments where we stand in awe before the ultimate creator's masterpieces. And when we stand alone before the spiritual, viewing the depths of the divine, I think we will be surprised by the sacred, that actually the sacred had been there all along, but which we had yet to see. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the why behind the what. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help to me. Also, if you could share this podcast in your social media circles, I would be so thankful as this spreads the word organically and gets more people to listen to the podcast. As always, this podcast is written, recorded, and edited on Monacan land. Until next time, may you have peace. May you have calm. May you have happiness.